Suomi. Finland. Suomi. United States of America. USA. 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 My name is Satu Järveläinen. I'm the communications coordinator here at the Embassy of Finland in Washington, D.C. In honor of the centennial of Finland-United States diplomatic relations this year, we are looking into all things Finnish and American. On this episode, dear listener, we'll hear thoughts of two distinguished diplomats, one American who worked in Finland during the Cold War, and other who served twice as ambassador of Finland to the United States. My name is James Ford Cooper, and I'm a retired Foreign Service officer and uh, served for 34 years active duty and uh, another 15 years in, uh, as a rehired annuitant. Jukka Valtasari, a professional diplomat who served here 11 years as ambassador. What do these two diplomats think of the past diplomatic ties between Finland and the United States? Let's start with Mr. Cooper. U.S.-Finnish relations uh, formally go back only 100 years, but they began a hundred years before that when Finland was a part of a Grand Duchy of Russia. So we've had U.S. diplomatic and or consular representation in Finland for for a couple of hundred years. But yes, this uh, this year representing the hundredth anniversary of the of our opening of relations with Finland uh, is truly a monumental year. And you are known as a great friend of Finland. Mm-hmm. So what were those key elements for you in forming this long-lasting relationship with a small country in Northern mm-hmm. Europe? Well, uh, there were various elements uh, in, in making the overall Finnish experience just uh, very, very satisfying and rewarding. Uh, I considered myself a political scientist and I was interested in the Nordic model and uh, so I found that was interesting. I found it was interesting that a democratic country like Finland uh, would be having at the time that I got there a president who was well into his 16th or 18th year and stayed until he stayed after until 26 years. I wondered how could that happen. Talking about President Kekkonen. Yes, President Kekkonen. And uh, so uh, I was uh, just uh, fascinated with, uh, with the language and the complexity of the language and the background of the people. So it was, uh, it was and, and found that unlike the, the Finns uh, self-characterization, I found it very easy and uh, fun to get to know Finns and found that if you reached out at all and indicated an interest in their language and in their culture, they would warm up immediately. And, uh, and, and I, that's not, I'm not referring to people that became friends, I'm just referring to casual people in the streets. Now I realize Finns don't chat each other uh, up on the street, but uh, if a foreigner approaches a Finn, at least my experience was that uh, they would be, uh, if, you, if you showed, if you, they knew you were a foreigner you, as, they, as they would immediately uh, recognize, they would be very friendly and, and warm, it was my experience. So it, it sort of goes against Finn's self-image. You had those two postings in Finland during the Cold War era. Yes. Mm-hmm. What was it like to be an American in Finland during those years? Well, I, it was fascinating and interesting. I, have, I must preface this by saying that uh, I had uh, well over a year of, uh, of uh, prior notice before going to Finland uh, I was serving in uh, Colombia, South America at a consulate in Medellin, Colombia, and uh, I wanted out of Latin America because I was not happy with U.S. policies there at the time, and I was perfectly 
uh, in line with American policies uh, in Europe. So I was asked to be transferred to a, a U.S. embassy in Europe. And uh, when they offered me the, the political counselor job in Finland, I was delighted, even though it meant 10 months uh, language training in Washington before going. So we knew well over a year and gave us a long opportunity to uh, well, studying the Finnish language, learning about Finland, doing area studies, uh, and also reading on my own. And the officials, uh, officers of the Finnish embassy in Washington uh, were very careful to uh, cultivate and uh, take good care of we officers uh, who were bound for the U.S. embassy in Finland. So I had a very positive uh, feeling about this whole thing from the very beginning. Did you have any stereotypes of Finland before you went there? I knew very little, I have to tell you. Uh, I knew very little about Northern Europe. Uh, I, uh, I'm from Detroit, Michigan, and uh, I realized later as I went through my uh, high school yearbook uh, after I was assigned to Finland or as I became aware, I had no idea how many Finnish names there were in my high school yearbook in Detroit, Michigan from the 1950s. So, uh, because in those days, everyone sort of hid their, their national backgrounds. Suomi, Finland. This evening serves as a useful and inspiring reminder to all of us what this exceptional country and people have endured and overcome during their long history. Few countries have had as, as interesting and as turbulent a history as has Finland. And few, if any, countries have their histories and their geographical, geopolitical realities had such a direct and lasting impact on their national character and outlook as is the case of Finland. Mr. Cooper was selected as one of the lecturers for the years 2018 and 2019 by Finlandia Foundation National, a non-profit cultural and educational organization here in the United States. This position led him to give a lecture at the Library of Congress about his time in Finland. So, uh, a key element, to start at the beginning, a key element in understanding Finland is to internalize Finland's uh, extreme northern position. Interested and, in the uh, U.S.-Finland Cold War relationship through the eyes of an American diplomat. You're in luck, Mr. Cooper has written a memoir about his experiences, published in 2001. The name of the book was uh, uh, On the Finland Watch. Uh, and the subtitle is An American Diplomat in Finland During the Cold War. It's a tribute really to all of the career diplomats who served on the Finland Watch. Uh, it described uh, my experiences uh, in Finland and uh, talks about U.S.-Finnish relations, which is a subject very dear to my heart. To sum up the first part of this episode of Suomi Finland podcast, Mr. Cooper explains how he felt working in Finland. The, the most gratifying aspect of serving in Finland was to know that the United States policy throughout the entire Cold War period was to support Finnish Western values, the Finnish democratic uh, model and, uh, and, and system, and, uh, and uh, to encourage uh, people to recognize Finland's neutrality, and that we knew that our policies for Finland, that was tr true throughout the entire 45-year Cold War period, we knew that these values were precisely in line with Finland's own aspirations for itself. Ironically, their, their re relationship with the Soviet Union made it difficult for the Finns to acknowledge that the United States, in fact, was 
being as absolutely as supportive as possible. And that, uh, and of course, much less recognized that the only threat to Finnish neutrality and, and uh, independence was the Soviet Union itself. But to realize that we were doing the right thing in Finland, which I did not always have that feeling in Latin America, that was the most satisfying experience of all. Suomi, Finland. Here's Yuka Robert Vatasari. Delighted to have you in Baltimore, Mr. Ambassador. Thank you for a very nice introduction. Uh, it's true that over the uh, 800 years or so, we had to sort of make a number of choices, and then other people made choices for us. It led uh, us to be careful, fairly silent, uh, pretty straightforward, and, and waiting for a while before to give an answer. I try not to follow that tradition when the question and answer period comes, but where I come from, uh, in eastern Finland, where I was born, people are extremely careful. In the background, you can hear Ambassador Valtasare speaking at Baltimore Council on Foreign Affairs in 1992. Staying true to Washington ways, Ambassador Valtasare often topped his foreign policy analysis with some jokes. Uh, there's one, one of the sort of standard stories of this is that there was a street sign saying eight miles. And then uh, you know, a foreigner came and asked that eight miles to where? And the answer was, where are you going? Ambassador Valtasari served two tours in Washington, D.C., representing Finland. How did those two periods differ from each other? Periods were totally different. The second period was post 9-11. I came here in the, the end of September 9-11. This was a quiet city, a sad city. People were subdued. Uh, they didn't go out. There were no parties. It took about six months that people figure out what it is when they are personally hurt that way. One was uh, uh, starting from 88, the end of the Cold War, uh, the rebuilding or redefinition of Europe, nicknamed Europe Poland Free. Uh, interesting enough, the thinking was done in Washington because it could not be done in Europe because they didn't, didn't agree. So here was the theme in, in those days, collapsing of the Soviet Union, rethinking of everything so that had to do with the East-West uh, uh, juxtaposition. Now the first and thing so. is, of course, security. For any nation, national security comes first. And then the question, the second question is, what does national security consists of in the post-war, Cold War time? It's not a, entirely a military concept. It's much more a cooperation-oriented concept these days. But let me let me just say a few things uh, from uh, from a Finnish point of view. Uh, Ambassador Valtasari's first post in D.C. was during the final years of the Cold War. How was it to represent Finland in the United States during that time? How did Americans back in the day perceive Finland? The image of Finland has been always quite good. Uh, we tried to not to destroy, but you know, we, we sort of messed it up a little bit with the self-Finlandization thing. But, but the reality is people who counted strategically, they understood the Finnish position very well. So there was, that was not a problem. It was nice to uh, represent Finland. Uh, there was a good bit of demand when the Soviet Union collapsed and the uh, Baltic countries became independent and our regional area was totally redefined, totally. Uh, and, and Americans wanted to 
not only of course they did their research, they did their research, but uh, they wanted to have a second opinion. So I was, uh, it was uh, and sort of an, uh, you didn't have to fight to knock the doors that much in that period. What would be one of those fondest memories you have of living in the United States back in the day? Uh, there were, um, you know, if, if you talk about fond memories, uh, friendship is important. And uh, we still have a lot of friends in town. Uh, we were long enough here to form these friendships. Uh, uh, the, the, if, you, if you want to sort of have a fond memory, which, is, which ha is a lasting memory as well, I would say the putting together of the, of the Erosarinen exhibit. And, and what, is, what is a fond memory there? What is, it, it's even a fun memory. He wasn't even a Finn. He had a Finnish name, he was American. So how does a Finnish ambassador promote an American architect without overstepping his line? Uh, that, that's, that's one of the fond memories. There, there are a good, good number of those, and even funny memories, but um, uh, maybe I should, for, the, for people who, uh, if, if you have listeners across the country, uh, I would describe you a little thing. President Koivisto visited in 1990, uh, President Koivisto and Bush had been, if you want to say, pen pals. They had been exchanging correspondence in eight years. They knew each other quite well. Uh, Koivisto was coming and President Bush was in the hospital. And uh, President, I was trying to reach the, the people or people of, uh, of presidents uh, close to the president. Uh, and uh, I did. And they asked that, you know, how, I couldn't ask how's the president. I ask, you know, should pres our president come? And the answer was, uh, Brent Scowcroft, Scowcroft said that, of course, the president will receive your president. He's happy to do so if the doctors permit. So that was not an answer. The president came. I said, you have to come. You can't pass the medical judgment in Helsinki. He came. Bush came out of the hospital half an hour before his visit in the White House. I've never seen as many TV cameras in front. And what happened then was that uh, Bush started this by saying, here's my friend President Koivisto who knows more about the Soviet Union than anybody that I know. So that went to every camera in the world. What a great piece of history you have been able to witness as an ambassador in the United it States. Hap it happens when you're long enough. And if you think about the history, is there another piece of history within our hundred years of uh, diplomatic relations that comes in your mind that you would like to highlight? What was the key element for our friendships between our nations? Uh, friendship is, uh, you know, friendship is an emotion, number one. It has, it's a very personal thing. Emotions are personal. I mean, governments don't have emotion. Uh, and, and I would perhaps... Uh, take up the, 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 the winter war and not so much the war itself because that this is a well-told story but the aftermath what how people thought about Finland and a very little known fact was that in the peace negotiations in Paris the American senator Vandenberg from uh, Michigan uh, which is a Finnish state so to say uh, this may or may not have anything to do with it but he suggested that uh, that our war reparation payments uh, he suggested a, reac a reduction of 30%. And, and Molotov, the Russian foreign minister, said, uh, again, you're trying to attract Finland to your camp. You, this, is a this is a true story, but it reflects the fact that there was no reason, real reason, 
for the Americans to do this, except that they felt that way. And then thinking the future, next hundred years of diplomatic relationships between Finland and the United States, what do you as an ambassador see? What are the areas where we're going to see more cooperation? Or Life will be domina is dominated by technology and the, 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 the speed increases all the time. Uh, in order to be, uh, to be a normal companion in, in, in something that promotes well-being rather than defends the sovereignty, that's an important part too, is really in the high-tech area. And, and, and therefore, you know, if we uh, manage to see to it that our, our innovation skills remain, they are well-funded, the people are networked in that level in a proper way, uh, and we could, uh, we could sort of play the game together and the game is increase your well-being and if that happens that's the way it should happen in my opinion it doesn't happen automatically you have to have a good strategy for it it's simp it simply makes sense and also taking the action doing it together absolutely i mean talking is not enough you know it's this country in particular in this country uh, foreign policy is implementation and the tech policy is even more so and they cannot be separated anymore from the foreign policy so it's, you need a sort of a good solid server thinking plus the implementation. Thank you, Mr. James Ford Cooper and Ambassador Jukka Valtasari for your time. My name is Satu Järveläinen. This was our fourth episode of the Embassy Suomi Finland podcast. Stay tuned for more things Finnish American to come. Suomi. Finland. <laughs>